So today I have a mother, a wife, a producer, a rapper, an artist. She is all that and so much more, and she has got a story to tell. I cannot wait for you to get to know Linnell Grant. Welcome to the Jada Edwards Podcast. Welcome to season four of the Jada Edwards Podcast. As always, God is giving us his word to share personal stories and great conversations you are going to want to hear. So Linnell, oh, hold on, let me change my note to capital N. I was, uh, I had to be corrected on that. Linnell. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. My mama, my mama thanks you. That's right. Listen, because the blacks, we love apostrophe. Uh, extra capital. I was so thankful love, it wasn't an apostrophe. <laughs> it could have been apostrophe. It could have been an apostrophe. We, we okay with a capital. We, yes, all right. we love yes. a little breakup. Mix it up. I'm yes. not mad. I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad to have you Thank here. You. Thank and you for having me. I know me. our audience wants to get to know you. I love, uh, first of all, I love music. I yeah. love what you're doing with music. It's oh, so much more you. than what we hear, especially you as a producer. Um, getting to know you a little bit, understand there's so much that, that leads up to what, what we actually end up hearing and yeah. so much you've done that you yourself has not have not executed, like you've given to others. Correct. Just been been behind the scenes. And so it's really cool to see what God is doing with you now. Yes, yes, Space yes. Space and yes. timing. It yes. always is. You always know what I'm saying? God's timing. <laughs> Pun intended. Check Pun the track intended. List. Check the track Pun list. intended. Yes, yes. So I want to just kind of jump in and yes. ask one of the buzzwords that sometimes gets on my nerves, actually. People will be like, how do I find my purpose? Yes. My calling. And I, Ooh. man, we so, even in Christian circles, we get so obsessed with mm-hmm. calling mm-hmm. that we can miss what I think is assignment. Yes. And so if you get stuck on purpose or calling, you're like, this is what I have to do all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Assignments change. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm, if I'm working toward a degree, mm-hmm. I, my, I may have an end goal, but my assignment changes class to class week yes. to week. And so I, I kind of like more of a now what God is saying to me now yes. so that we don't have to get locked into this thing. So what would you say? Is your assignment right now in this space that you're Man, in? Man, I'm sorry. This is such a beautiful question. Um, and I want to be as concise as I can because uh, I will get long-winded <laughs> on you. <laughs> um, but for context, you know, I was coming from a space where um, I really wanted to know, like, what my purpose was. Mm-hmm. Like, God, give me my purpose. Like, Lord, I just felt like I kept asking for a vision. And, like, he wouldn't give me, like, my own vision. Mm-hmm. I felt a way about it. I'm like, Lord, you know, like, I'll serve. Like, I don't have no problem serving. But... I feel like I should have my own vision. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this extreme intense moment, I'm up, you know what I'm saying, by myself, you know, uh, in my prayer language, just like really trying to get it figured out. And, you know, the Holy Spirit is in the room and I can feel like I'm about to get it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I like instantly go into praise before it even happens. My journal is out and I know I'm about to get it. I go over to the journal and what comes out is, my purpose is to glorify God and to die an empty vessel unto him. And I was like, I knew the spirit was in that moment, but I was like disappointed. I was yeah. like, no, God, God? no, God. <laughs> Fast forward and, yeah. you know, I will mature. You know, you're talking to me at 34. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure I'll mature. But right now for me. The only purpose is to glorify God. Yeah. That is the calling. The calling ain't to a podium, to a platform, to be a rapper or a producer. The calling is unto Christ. Yeah. And now assignment-wise, I'm gifted and talented. He's mm-hmm. made me that way. Mm-hmm. It could be whatever. So right now in this season, 
It is to show up yeah. as myself Come on. on fire for God yeah. uh, in whatever space that I'm in. You know, I wanted to kind of change. Well, I'm like, okay, God, if I'm going to be doing this for you, and he's like, I called you where you were from. Mm. Go back to where you were. Mm. Go back to where you were new and yeah. feel with me. I'm like, okay, well, God, what that look like, you know? And so sometimes when I'm writing a song, he, he checked me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll, I'll write something, um, and he's like, you can't say that like that. I'm like, boy, that, God, that boy fire now. <laughs> yeah. Now, come on. He's like, it is fire. And if you with me, you can't say it mm -hmm. like that. Now, I didn't give you the creativity. You could say it, mm -hmm. but it needs to be less pompous. It needs mm -hmm. to be less prideful. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to boast in something, then boast in me. That's hard in hip hop. Yes. You gotta have bravado. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you gotta have I'm a humble hip hop. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, come on, God. No, no. I, want, I want the stuff to bang now. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad you asked me that because I'm in process with it. To me, the yeah. assignment is to go forth where I've been called, renewed in Christ. Yeah. They're like, that's all I can offer. Yeah. And I serve the God that created the heavens and the earth. So he might call me here. He might call me there. Right. The assignment might be there. The assignment is the stuff that he tell us to do in the Bible. In How the you God. treat yeah. people. Right. Love on people. Don't be out here trying to save the world and you don't love the body. Yeah. You got more You got more of affinity for the world than mm -hmm. you do for the body. Like yeah. the body is the first. Your gifts and talents go to the body Absolutely. first. And so just Absolutely. understanding all of these things before I try to like get a, a an assignment worksheet and be yeah. like, okay, this. Yeah. Now, obviously, he's given the gifts, so I use them the way, you know, right. I know how. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. I, listen, I, I, I <laughs> asked that question hoping you would say what I wanted you to say, and you said, she said what I wanted to say. So, <laughs> I know, I love it because I do think um, that we kind of get obsessed with we get obsessed. vision and direction, and here's what God's coming to, and, and very often we end up limiting what that looks yes. like because... It really is to glorify to God. Glorify to glorify God. To, because what does that look like? Because if you think he's called me to do this one thing, mm -hmm. and then he says, stop doing that, I want you to go take care of your mother. I want you to go take care of your kids. I want you is to that go, not glorifying God? Like, that's not, that's the devil. <laughs> that, yeah. That's the devil. And we don't. It's not a career. It's not a job. It can't be right. the assignment. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Or he takes you from 10,000 to 10. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, that's, mm -hmm. that's still God. It's because still God. The question is, how am I glorifying him? How Man. am I serving him well? How We were talking about that this weekend at our women's conference. Mm -hmm. How about a light in the darkness? Mm -hmm. That shows up in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. And if you are holding tighter, to the specificity of if you're making you it an idol, calling mm -hmm. more than mm -hmm. the broader principle of what it means to glorify God. You just and here's and, and you don't get off track. And and you know what? And people can hear that and still feel like no, like I still feel lost. And I and this is how it helped me. I don't think God set it up in a way that you spend a large portion of your life trying to find your yes. your purpose. That. But I serve what? an intentional God, yes. and that, that doesn't make sense. So that Absolutely. means you would have wasted, yes. like, large percentages Absolutely. of your life, like, on a journey to, okay, now I know to. And it's like, as soon as we get here, we are used by God. Right. As soon as. And so that just really helped me put it into perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to keep shoveling away large areas of yeah. my life to figure out the thing he want me to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because usually, usually, mm -hmm. now, if we just honest with our flesh, when I'm spending that much time, I'm trying to find a way to make what I want to do be what God wants me to do. <laughs> I'm really trying to find a way to get my I'm just way trying to get to my yes. I knew you was for uh -huh. me, you know. Mm -hmm. So you end up wasting out this time just because you have a, a self-centered orientation. And mm -hmm. then God's like, I already said what I said. You know, you know the dangerous thing? And, and I want to say this right. You lock yourself in a space. Because, not, because now that's your mantra. 
And now you have to live by that. Absolutely. And you, and you have made yourself your own God, and you have yeah. left no space for Absolutely. God to do a new thing. So you say this your purpose at 20, at 20 something years old. You don't think your purpose is going to change? Absolutely. You don't think, is it, you, yeah. you lock yourself in a place, and it's, it's, it's very difficult to get out of that space. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. that's good. Mm -hmm. So it's, if, you, if you're listening to this and you're like, I need to find my purpose, I need to find my calling, I know. If you, if you search purpose on YouTube, you're going to find 982. I'm minutes. talking about all of them. I'm just saying, your purpose is in the Great Commission. Yes. Love the Lord your God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. Everything else must fall into that because it's going to change. And yes. I mean, when I when I met my husband, there's no way he would have said our purpose was to plant a church. Because when that, <laughs> I just want to say as a side note, that's not why we're here, but I asked him. I said, hey, hey. I know exactly where you're going. Jesus. I know exactly he where you're going. Fresh out of seminary. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't really fool with seminaries like that. I love Christian brothers, but y'all sometimes do too much. Uh -huh. I said, I'm going to go out on a live here. And he had a little thing. He was like, this is what I'm called to do. Cool. I loved it. Brother had direction. I said, hey, so since you're in seminary, you don't want to like pastor or anything. I'm telling you. And he said, no. I said, you. good, because I am not called to be a pastor. Yeah. Like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I just want to do leadership development. Yes. We cool. Yes. Yes. Seven years in. Yes. I don't know if that's the number of perfection, Lord. Seven <laughs> years into this marriage. Bamboozle. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he flipped the switch. But it's if you think, oh, my, uh, my purpose and calling looks like this very specific thing, truly, when we first met, he was like, I know I have a passion for discipleship. Mm -hmm. I know I'm called a disciple mm -hmm. man. Man, sometimes that's a small group of people. It could be a small group of people. Sometimes people. that's your cousin. Yeah. Get, your, get your family right. You yeah. Know? Sometimes yeah. it's a church. And mm -hmm. He's still on, he's still on he's, mission. Yes. You know? And I knew I had a passion for, for scripture and, and imparting that into women and, and empowering women. So it, God is good. It God just is morphs. good. morphs. And if you, if you stick to the bigger main thing, mm -hmm. God can change the scene. He can change the scenario, change the environment. And you're like, he's, he's, he's the number one artist. Listen, he's the first artist. That's a good word right there. He's the first artist. He has the ability. <laughs> he can do it. He can do it. So, no, I love it. That's, that's a great insight. When, okay, so when did you first realize that um, how you would glorify God was going to start to look like this, music and production. Is this what you always did? Was it always in the back of your mind? Or was there like a significant Man. point? So I have lived a whole different life. Like I was a high school teacher uh, and basketball coach. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I taught high school English. Um, and so in a nutshell, always loved music. You know, was in a rap group in high school. Like it was cool. We was doing our thing. Um, but nothing came before basketball. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to hoop. Yeah. And so it's time to go to college. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm finna go hoop. Like, you know, music is cool, but and I really, really like music. But also, I'm not formally trained in anything, mm -hmm. and so you know, that, that's either rap or singing. Mm -hmm. I can hold a note. You know, what I'm saying maybe in the choir, but I can't. I'm not out here. You know what I mean? <laughs> singing like that. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, cool. I was doing poetry and stuff, mm -hmm. but everything at that point is backseat to to hooping. Mm -hmm. So I go to school. I hoop. Um, I graduate. I'm getting ready to come home to be a teacher and a coach, and I just keep having like a urge, mm -hmm. like, and just like a, like a, man, like look into music. Yeah. Um, I don't know the first thing about anything. And one of my homies, uh, he does music and he was like, hey, you know, um, you can like make music like inside the computer. Now, both my mom and dad are computer technicians. Mm. So I was like, oh, if it's in a computer, I can I do that. Figure it out. <laughs> right. I can do that. So 
I bought my first piece of music equipment. Um, it was a piano. I yeah. sit down in the middle of the floor uh, in the living room, and I like hit the buttons, mm -hmm. and like nothing coming out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, what's like what's going on? And I'm like, okay, I look, it got plugs on the back, so I'm like, oh, okay, this gotta go to the computer. Da -da -da. Long story short, I ain't know nothing about nothing. That was not a piano. That was a MIDI keyboard. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now I gotta get a doll. Now okay. I gotta, and so you're asking me like, like, oh man, I'm doing music too. Da, da, da. No, I'm doing music because there's a thing on the inside that mm -hmm. clearly has to come out. Yeah. Like that's like that's how I started. Um, you know, running a parallel path, whatever I'm passionate about, that's where I'm headed. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I was lightweight, a black, uh, black panther. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just real um, aggressive, mm -hmm. <laughs> real aggressive, um, fighting Jesus. You know, to. To be quite frank, fighting white Jesus mm -hmm. wasn't really feeling it like that. Right. Um, but, you know, trying to do my best to uplift my people and da da da, da. Mm -hmm. So that's always been the stream. But then fast forward uh, at 27, like I get, for real get baptized. Mm -hmm. I mean, my husband, we get like baptized. And I've been baptized before as a kid, but, you know. Mm -hmm. It's different. Exactly. And everything shifted for me. Okay, hold on. Before mm -hmm. we get to the shift, let me ask this. Mm -hmm. First of all, I need to note that even when we're, man, when, <laughs> I, I'm trying so much, to, I, no, so I'm trying to say, <laughs> because listen, people don't even realize how, even when something feels unexpected, mm -hmm. the providence of God, that it does not make sense. It does. It didn't make sense. All of a sudden we're in this space and you can do music solely on a computer and your parents are computer technicians. Guys, like you didn't even know this was providence no. before no. you needed it. I, I, but I, like the providence was all. I was going to die. I was going to die not having been a musician because I wasn't formally trained. Yeah. Like. Like I was like, I can't be a musician. Yes. I can't do I'm it. Honest. It's not possible. It is. It is. Yes. It's crazy. Listen, God is always at twenty five. Yes, God, God is always doing it. Mm -hmm. But here's here's my question: When you got into that, yes. just kind of the anger that comes, you know, yes. being a woman of color yes. in in this country, yes. whatever was leading to mm -hmm. that black, where was that coming from? What do you think that anger was? It was unsolicited. It was it was unsolicited. It was unfounded. I, sh <laughs> I, like, I think I would be angry. <laughs> I should not. I grew up in a very loving home, very supportive home. Very, you can be the next female president if you want to be. Um, a very sheltered environment. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, grew up in Southwest Ailey, Texas, but not you know on the bad mm -hmm. on the bad side. It was unfounded, and when I came to Christ, mm -hmm. I realized, oh, it's a passion that was trying to be counterfeited. Ooh, the it's, passion was real. The passion is real, right? But right. but that the direction and the anger yeah. is unfounded, oh and it's and, and that's not that's not where you should be going. Yeah. I would have lived my life fighting fighting causes and doing stuff that is not to glorify God yeah. and coming in alignment with Him. And so you ask where it where it came from. It was it was there, but it was being perverted. That's what it was. It's a perversion. It was a it was yeah. a perversion. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was a perversion because there's no the, reason. Isn't what the enemy loves? He's like, okay, here's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Before she figures out what to do with I it, I didn't even know what to do with it yet. Let me let me create a detour because you knew something was in you bubbling up. Some, uh, something. I'm having revelation sitting right here because it's the only reason I was at opposition with Christ. Now that I'm thinking about it, like that is the reason to have completely diverted me. Yeah. Because the enemy knew, oh, if she get over there, oh yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> So let me take the passion God gave oh, her. Oh, I'm so thankful. Praise God. Redirect yes. her for some foolishness yes. so that she doesn't actually tap yes. into what he's doing. And, and to be clear, and to be clear, the plights of our people are not foolishness. Like, you know, there are like things that need to be done and we Absolutely. need advocacy and we need voices. But to let yourself be thrown to and fro because of mm. the problems of the world yeah. is not wise. Ooh. 
<laughs> it's not wise. Girl, we would, if we were in church, we'd take off. That's it's like, not wise. That's just, <laughs> that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful. I, this moment, this just made me so thankful because I was, I was, I was filled with just aggression. I mean, like a fervor, like very anti-Christ. Like, nah, he white Jesus. He don't care about mm-hmm. people like that. Yeah. How we gonna believe in it? Just spewing the stuff. You ain't even opened the Bible yet yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, and, and all you got in your life is representation of love. Where you coming from with yeah. this? Right. And it just- You manufactured anger. You done <laughs> manufactured anger. Like, why you so angry? Right. People like, got real trauma. Yeah. Like, you a woman that has been championed your entire yeah. life. I don't champion women. I avoid. I champion because I was literally yeah. championed. Yeah. 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 And so it was just so unfounded. Mm-hmm. Listen, that that is such a it's just such a moment to pause because Man. I think in our culture and, and one of the things when I say the a generation of youth, I mean anybody mm-hmm. basically under thirty five. Mm-hmm. Typically, we are more led by passion. Yes, than we are. Yes, it's so funny. You say and that. that's just how we all are. Mm-hmm. We we those are the people marching and doing movements mm-hmm. because of that because mm-hmm. we have it's like a certain fervor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so gosh, to know that. If, if we're not aware that the enemy is waiting to take a, a good passion, a it's legit a God-given passion, and put it on a path yes. that God never intended. Yes. And listen, he don't even have to pull out no new tricks because he did that with Paul. Yes. Same passion. Yes. The yes. Like, I'm talking oh, about what a fervor. Oh, what, Kill him dead. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yes. Like, I mm-hmm. see the passion in your heart. This yes. was not how we how this was supposed to go. So you see Paul redirect, take the mm-hmm. same passion, mm-hmm. same zeal, mm-hmm. but now using it for the gospel. And I'm I'm, I'm just prayerful that somebody mm. listening now or in the future will say, you know what? What am I so worked Why? up about? Yes. Is this God gave it to me? Am I using it for him mm-hmm. or against him? Mm-hmm. And so we can spend a lot of energy like getting passionate behind manufacturing mm-hmm. manufactured paint. Now the paint is real. The issues are real, but but your attachment to it was not God given. It's not healthy. Because too often, I know for a fact that there is a pain point or Gosh. either a, a pleasure point that God is using specifically in my ministry. And so he uses the things that have affected me yes. in my ministry. So there's things I might see indirectly or from a distance and they may be burdens on my heart. Yes. But he's like, that. you don't even know enough about that to champion that. You know what you know. You know what your life is. And it's important. it's important right here to say that God is good because when you don't have a revelation of Christ, you don't have a a revelation of God, you feel like to submit to him is to turn your back to these items, to to these things, to these very real plights. But it's because we lack an understanding of who God is. If you think you mad about it, (laughs) if you think you mad about it, then imagine the creator that created us, who has a real heart for us, who died while we were yet yet in sin. He feels way more about it than you do. And to turn to him is to not turn your back on these things, Mm -hmm. is to get the righteous perspective of it and the tools and the wisdom of how how to attack them. He tells us how to treat people. He tells us what things are not okay. So you giving your life to Christ is not going to like dull you or make you, you know, ineffective in your community. Mm -hmm. It's going to equip you and weaponize you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a place for believers where we live in total surrender to God and a connectedness to what is happening in culture and those real pain issues. And because he has the answer for them. So he's not saying disconnect. Mm -hmm. He's just saying you need to, you need to apply different knowledge to this. Yes. So, no, I think that's good. I think that's good. Okay, let me bring you back. She yeah. had, then you had a revelation point. Yes. Was, was it after the second baptism? 
Y'all, um, y'all be in the book of Acts. We ain't talking about that. Exactly. We ain't talking about that. Exactly. Like, and, that's why, and that's where my mind went. <laughs> because I had one of those too. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where my mind So at 27, you know, being baptized, still um, uh, doing music. Um, and serving, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and, and building the thing, uh, and it's amazing. But it it was it redirected me. So now, you know, all of these different passions, uh, you know, of the world, or whether that be the music, mm-hmm. whether that be, you know, some uh, thing that's going on, whether that be your marriage, whether that be yourself. You know, if you ask me, I think I was real full of myself, and mm-hmm. what am I going to do? And I'm so gifted and talented. How is this going to... I was very full of myself. And then you get God up there, and it like it just begins to shift things in you. Right. And it's, it doesn't all happen at one time. And so slowly... If I look back, I'm just watching the priorities get rearranged mm. the way that they should. Mm. It shifted my marriage. Mm-hmm. My husband and I, we were two years into marriage. Well, really, in the first year, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, if we move now, we could just annul this thing. Mm-hmm. It could like it could be like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband looked me dead in my face and said, equally upset, mm-hmm. equally displeased, and said, we're not getting a, a divorce and don't bring it up again. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't know nothing about God. But at that point, I was at, at my wit's end. Yeah. I'm like, look. This ain't working. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to like God. You were standing up with us at the altar. Okay, fix this. Mm-hmm. So me really even coming to God, it was very so the that that anger was running, mm-hmm. and then this thing of my marriage is running, mm-hmm. and I thought that they were separate. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that had anything to do with this. You know, my husband. I'm not being uh, this buzzword. I'm not being submissive to him, mm-hmm. um, and it had nothing to do with yeah. him. It's because I have not submitted my life to Christ. Yes. I'm I'm having all these issues because I have not submitted my life to Christ. I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to control Mm -hmm. and I can't. It's literally falling apart. Right. Um, And so the the prioritizing God um, and then my covenant with my husband Mm -hmm. and then the submission with my husband. Then we start having kids. And just as this stuff is going on, my priorities are literally shifting. Yeah. Like, like they, they're day just, day. yeah, they just dated. I'm like, yeah, that ain't what I'm about no more. <clears throat> like, yeah, I'm just not on that anymore. Or I love music. I really do. But kicks and snares just don't mean more to me than whether or not this person is free. Right. Like, it's just yeah. things begin to shift. And so, like, to me, over, like, just the course of, like, probably, like, five years. So if I was 27, then five years after being baptized, mm-hmm. you just, you're watching me shift. Mm-hmm. And then I get filled with the Spirit. Yes. And that five year shifting, mm-hmm. like it went, it went, oh no, no, right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pivoting right now. Yeah. And so that's where the, so the first was, the first five years was me being a producer. Mm-hmm. And then after that baptism in the spirit, it's like, oh no, now I understand why God gave me all these words. Yeah. Now I understand. And not really, I understand and I want to do it. Like right. God, no, because I'm tainted. Mm-hmm. I already messed it up before. Yeah. God, look at all the places I messed it up. Right. Like, no, I can't, I can't open my mouth like that. Like, I don't really need to be no rapper. Like we, we did this. Mm-hmm. Like I could, I could just play in the background mm-hmm. and it's like, I just began to hear so very clearly, you still so full of you. You think the gifts and the talents got something to do with you. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody gifted and talented. Yeah, they make room for you, but they in there to do my will. Yes. If you could yeah. just get out of my way, please. Yeah. Right. You, you, your vessel belongs to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so gracious and so loving, but yeah. you, you're asking me, like, how I did not have a moment. It is even right now today writing the song, like, God, this is what we on? Yes, this is what we on. Keep going. Yeah. And so I, I just I explained it like that. Because some people do have a moment. And mm-hmm. then I was on fire for Christ and I went. Mm-hmm. I've always been on fire. My right. fire has had to be 
like tamed and prioritized and pointed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's so good because the journey, I think, is <clears throat> more realistic for a lot of people. Yes. Because sometimes it's just a gradual thing. And sometimes what feels um, slow or like inactivity to us, yes. the activity is just in different places. Mm -hmm. Sometimes in the foreground, sometimes in the background. Mm -hmm. And there are times where you like, well, yeah, I had this five-year period that was chill. And guys like, you thought it was chill, but I was refining this. Correct. I was fixing your heart. Correct. Because here's the thing. He's like, if I put you out there for me, don't embarrass me. I always feel like I hear my dad's voice. Like, don't get out there and then mm -hmm. make these people think that's who I am. Mm -hmm. So there is a there is a, a privilege to me to obscurity to mm -hmm. to the secret place where God is like, let me. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna let you fall over here. Only three people saw you. You know, like, why are you trying to run to the stage? So when you fall, eight six people fight. Oh. You gonna be mad. Everybody wasn't cheering oh. you on. That's not their job. Mm. Be over here and be developed in that small thing. And it's crazy that you already explained it because my third question mm -hmm. really was, how has your personal spiritual growth impacted what God has asked you to do? Oh. And it's it's so in tandem. Mm -hmm. It's, so it's in like tandem. it's just such I, a. I saw it in my my own life so similar. Mm -hmm. I knew what God had called me to, but also God had called my, my husband to teach. Mm. So we first got married, he would be teaching and I'd be like, I think God, that's supposed to be me, right? Because I know you called me to this. And God was like, sit down with yes. your arrogant self. Yeah, like and so, so much arrogance. Like, what'd you think? I'd be like, well, you know, it was good. But mm -hmm. you're like on that third point. Oh. Man, it's this like is, just a marriage. No, like I'm sorry, a marriage killer. A marriage oh, strong-willed woman. Oh, independent. Oh, I know, marriage gosh. killing woman. And if oh, you could just gosh. get in your, because if you don't get in your space, oh, you will not Lord. have the covering to do the things I've called Who you to telling? do. Because let me tell you something. I know you think you all of that, but he one of the only men <laughs> that want to fool with you. <laughs> You need to get yourself together. You, make me grateful. you need to get. I have fashioned him to make provision for you that only he can make. Like, ain't no other man really capable of listen. providing for you like that the way you need listen. provision. I live. I was in Africa. This is oh, man, man, that's Lord, so good. I was in Africa about to teach at this uh, school study. It was a mm -hmm. mission trip we were teaching, and I remember feeling so overwhelmed. Like, I always wanted to do missions. Didn't know when we were gonna do it because we oh. started the church. Mm -hmm. We didn't have kids yet, and I was like so grateful. I was like, God, thank you for just giving me this opportunity to be here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, Conway didn't come, and mm -hmm. and I remember the Lord saying, "This opportunity, it was clear as mm -hmm. that. This opportunity has been on hold mm -hmm. until your heart became submitted to your husband." And I was like, "I'm sorry, Africa. I probably shouldn't have been here four years ago. My heart went right." And he was like, "I don't need you competing with your husband." It's compliment. You need to compliment him. Your gifts not gonna be diluted or not be. They're not gonna be ignored. Mm -hmm. It's it's together. And mm -hmm. it was. I we had to be like eight or nine years into marriage mm -hmm. before I realized how much I was trying to fight, saying this is this is what the Lord's called me to do. He said, Yeah, but I'm gonna call you to do it in a way that honors me. It's gonna point back to me. And so it keeps showing up when you talk about glorify God. He's like. You're not gonna speak my word out to these people until you get it right in your home. Like because <sighs> when they start looking at you, I need them to be looking at your marriage and still say there's a consistency there. If 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 you ask me, now I can go back to the other question. If you ask me about a passion, matrimony is a passion to me because I just cannot even articulate how I tried to change the man mm -hmm. who was fashioned for me. Yeah. Try to change him into what I thought he should be. Yeah. Although he's exactly what what God made him to be for 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 his community. It ain't just about me. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm important, but it ain't just me. About his community, about his family, and also for you. Yeah. Like, you don't even know the things I'm calling you to yet, that if you do not have him, you will not be able to get it done. Right. And right. I'm just so thankful that I didn't, like, God did not let me mess it 
up yeah. and and that we found out like early enough and I could get myself redirected. I am so passionate about women understanding that it is a privilege to be cared for, to be provided for, to have to yeah, to, to go covered, ask yeah. and to go consult yeah. and to go and, and, and even ask for permission, to ask permission to do Ooh. something. Because my because when I ask permission, it's gonna come with his provision and the his protection. For what? This is my bank account. What I'm, I'm asking for. I'm at this man. I can live my life. I, 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 pay my bills. I used to always tell him, I was, uh, I lived 22 years before I made two. I got one daddy. His name Luke Taylor. I don't need a daddy. Just, just. All the words. All the words. Listen, that thing is so real. And here's what's funny. I, I think that especially, and I'm going to shift gears a little mm-hmm, bit, mm-hmm. because I think our culture, uh, we are clinging to like a, a feministic movement oh. right now because some of that is the huh, fault so of believers. My tea. Let me get my Some together. of that is the fault <laughs> of believers, right? Because the church has not um, demonstrated well how mm-hmm. God values women, mm-hmm. right? Like people have the ridiculous question of whether God or Jesus value women. Mm-hmm. Read the Bible. Don't mm-hmm. just listen to that misogynistic pastor. Mm-hmm. Read the scripture. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't done that well. So then the culture has responded by saying, oh, you know, female, yes. the future is female. And yes. so you don't need a man. You don't need this. And that, that movement happens, what, every 30, 40 years. It just it continues to happen. And so I find it interesting that mm-hmm. God is specifically raising up women yes. who might have the more visible platform. Yes. But all of them are, not all of them, but he's using women who are submitted and surrendered in ways that people would not assume because of who they are. Because so are. I got some close friends mm-hmm. whose, whose husbands are in the background and they have mm-hmm. a very visible platform ministry. I think about my husband, this church, he's the pastor of a whole church. Mm-hmm. He is the pastor of this church. He leads everything. But the space and the freedom that he oh. has not just given me, but it cheered me on. And he's just, but I don't know that we could have been there if I had not Got my stuff together. And here's the thing that'll mess you up. Your personality. Yes. Your gifts. Yes. The way you wired. Your knowledge. You might be smarter. I can live here. But you're not the leader. You know what I'm saying? Genesis 3, Eve is like, oh, here's why I should do it. It's a whole deduction of her logic. It's good for food. It's beautiful to look at. She had a whole logical thinking. And God was like, that makes sense, but that's wrong. It's still wrong. It makes sense, but that's not what I'm asking you to do. And so people come ask me. They'll say, come talk to us about, you know, female pastors and what it's like. Like to lead to, I'm like, I think y'all think <laughs> because of the way it looks. Because of the way it looks. And then mm-hmm. we come talking about submission. They like, oh, that's not what I wanted. That's, that's not, not the message. But I'm like, yeah, but see, God's not moving through y'all. He don't move through rebellion, even when you think you're right. He will never move through rebellion, even if you think you're right. Okay, so that brings me yes. to another question. <laughs> we got talked about. Yes. You got that look in your eye. You know what I'm about to ask. Yes. So I, I think our culture is wrestling with mm-hmm. just. Gender identity, yes. sexual identity. If a man is creative, then he must be this. If a woman is athletic, then she must be that. Yes. Like, we just need to put people in a box mm-hmm. because we're so unsure about who God says we are. We mm-hmm. got to figure out where we fit, mm-hmm. right? So how have you been intentional, or maybe it's been an organic process, mm-hmm. as a female? Yes. You clearly have an aesthetic. This might be the most comfortable. It is. You it is. No, it is. It is. Like a mother, yes. a wife. I'm talking uh, about ooh, every ooh, now ooh. and then we get a dress. You know what I'm saying? It's a dress. It. <laughs> <laughs> so 
what has that been like? Have you ever felt that pull, even mm -hmm. in your in your balling days when you're mm -hmm. playing basketball, feeling like, oh, I must need to go this path? Mm -hmm. What's that whole journey been like for Man, you? Man, listen. I feel like that's part of your ministry. It, oh, gosh. Yes, listen, listen. God is so good. And I want to, I'm going to say this first, but please stay on, like, stay long enough to hear stay the entire us. context. I have never, ever, ever struggled with my sexuality. Mm. Not ever. Never have I questioned it. Never has it bothered me ever. Um, and I can give you my very uh, uh, filled with the spirit and sanctified answer, but I want to take you back to the beginning. This is most of this is Luke and Lola Taylor. Mm -hmm. It is my mama seeing what kind of daughter she have mm -hmm. and championing that daughter mm -hmm. and allowing her to be who she is. Mm -hmm. It's my dad championing like, oh, if you're going to hoop, then we're going to hoop. It's yeah. not going to be like no dainty situation. Right. Like you need to get to it um, and making spaces for me and making provisions for me, like let, letting me wear the button downs, mm -hmm. letting me do my thing mm -hmm. and me still seeing my mama and daddy be married. Yeah. Like I, I'm talking about when I, when I was young, like out the gate, I'm like, oh, I want a husband. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I want kids. Like, I have always. And never wavered. And, like, never wavered. It wavered because of the dudes I was dating. I'm like, man, these dudes trash, <laughs> dog. Right. I'm just finna put it off. Like, right. not that I'm gonna do it, I'm just finna right. put it off. Right. But, like, I, it has never wavered. And in hindsight, it's because of the assignments. Yeah. Like, I just always thought that I was just doing this because this is who I am. Right. Not, like, he has been fashioning me since I was little. Yeah. Like, when I was in elementary, I have all of these instances I can tell you about because I, you know, what I look like. People aren't even being malicious. They're like, hey, no, the boys' restroom is over there. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm a girl. Yeah. Like, I'm a right. girl. And I have, I had to make decision after decision uh, in, uh, in elementary, intermediate, high school. Are you going to change? Yeah. Are you going to change? Yeah. And it's, it's, and it's so you're more easily identifiable. Are you gonna still be true? Are you gonna trust God in there? Are you gonna change? You're yeah. not. You're not a real hot commodity with the guys that you want to be with. Yeah. But if you look close, you ain't never had an issue with getting male attention. Mm -hmm. So are are you gonna change? Yeah. And over and over again, I just made the decision. No, I think I want to be me. Yeah. No, I think I want to be me. And then coming to God. Being filled with his spirit and then understanding the broader, yeah, like hoping, like with all, all of these women, yeah. you know, being in these environments. Absolutely. And I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> right. Okay. He needed you to stay the same so you could show them mm -hmm. that I don't have to go mm -hmm. skirts and hair bows mm -hmm. to be this woman. I can still be me and still show you what God and, and, and right before this last shift, I was standing in my kitchen. I was talking to one of my own, my other homies. I was like, you know, if I feel like I'm called right now, the one thing I think that I might need to, you know, figure out or change is like my femininity. Like, you know, I kind of need to get that figured out. Um, and now looking back, I no, I'm yeah. right where I need to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm right with doing exactly what I need to be doing. And and it is showing people this. And I value the things of God. Yeah. And I value him. Yeah, I don't care about nothing more than my boo, my first boo, and yeah. then my babies. Yeah. Oh, like, and, and every day, like, I come up against, are you going to choose this? Or mm -hmm. these things that, that God says they are a gift. Yeah. He says these things are the joy. Um, and so just, I have never struggled. But And I used to kind of be like, well, God, why? Like, why you got me like this mm -hmm. if I wouldn't even, you know, like taper that way? And he's like, you going to see. Yeah. And now I completely get it. Listen, it's such a whole unspoken ministry mm -hmm. watching. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of females that, that God is elevating mm -hmm. that have that a, mm -hmm. a similar aesthetic. And I love it. I love it because I, 
I want people to see that just because you feel a way or you have a certain vibe or a certain look, that doesn't mean like, oh, I need to change my gender. Oh, this must be Correct. No, you Correct. can be that Correct. and still be who God and expects you to be. And so, some of it is so practical, too. A lot mm -hmm. of it is spiritual. A lot of it is spiritual. I mean, I'm saying almost all of it is spiritual. But some of it is so practical. You take girls who spend so much time with each other. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they, they're really your first intimate relationship. Absolutely. You yeah. add that with fatherless homes. You add that with, yeah. you know what I'm saying, the uh, the agenda of the world. Yeah. And, and and it over-sexualizes our babies. Mm -hmm. And so now, you know, it's a recipe for, okay, well, then maybe this. And it's like, no, you just don't like boys yet. Because yeah. at that age, we don't like boys yet. Right. We're just not on that yet. Yeah. But, like, you're, you're going to phase out. And you do have intimate relationships. And they don't have to be this. Yeah. It's just... I, I hope that I'm doing my part in the body, uh, uh, educating our young girls on just what it can look like yeah. and allowing yourself to develop and rejecting the lies of the yeah. world. If, I could, we could, if we could just reject the lies of the world and you can keep our babies long enough to l let God show them who they are, they could fare better. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that's, that's a whole thing right there. <laughs> they could fare better. I, I really do. It's mm -hmm. such a whole thing. Mm -hmm. I, it's grace. Like, like God really kept me. He gave me a specific home, put me in with a very specific mm -hmm. mother and father. Like, I would love to tell you that I've done something amazing. The biggest thing that I've done is choose to still be me. Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing. But everything else is the favor of God and him literally, like, creating a path for a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, mm -hmm. it is... It's impactful mm -hmm. more than you know. My, my kids love you. And so uh, my son was like, oh, he's good. I said, that is not a guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> First of all, I thought he was going to say, oh, because you're Tony. Yeah, your yeah. He didn't see any pictures. Uh -huh. he oh, girls rap like that? <laughs> yeah, and do. Get out of my car. Huh. And do. <laughs> so then I showed him the pictures. Uh -huh. I just pulled up your IG. And I was uh -huh. like, mommy. I said, wait. So I was like, I'm fine with the kid. I said, look. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he's talking about, you look like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Even for my kids, like, I, I mm -hmm. want them to see that. And, you know, it, it, it flocks on the flip side, too. You it know, does. There's, there's men out there who are creative and artistic and yes. all that stuff, and they stylists and all that kind yes. of stuff. And they heterosexual, they want a wife and some mm -hmm. kids, you know. So mm -hmm. if you don't, if we don't show the world, whether you say it or just live it, mm -hmm. that however you're wired and however God made you does not have to undo what he's called Correct. you to be. You don't have to make any changes. Correct. There's no adjustments. It's a lot. Be that, and then he's going to show you and the world how you can still be that and still be and still who he's Because he made, like, he made he me. Yeah. And we're like, oh, I forgot to make a light dress. <laughs> like, oh, like dang, I forgot to put in the pink part. Like, <laughs> right. No. Oh, yes, yes. I yeah. get it. I get it. Yes. I, I I do like to be cute, but my daughter, listen, she by glitter and tutus. I'm like, I don't even know where what went forth. <laughs> so the, like the only the only she reason I'm okay, the only reason I'm okay is because he told me years in advance. Like I'm talking about maybe even a decade. Like like he told me a decade in advance. I want you to understand, I'm sending you something that is not you at all. Yeah. She, like it is foreign, and you need it. to do the same thing that your mama did for you. Let her be. Let <laughs> Girl, listen, I got glitter on my hands most days because I'm like, girl. I, even, I called my mom one day. I was like, mom, did I play with dolls like See? that? She See? was like, girl, no. You used to be in there with your daddy's records. That's like, what, exactly. So like, exactly. Okay. I, just, I really couldn't remember. I said, because mm -hmm. I'm just older. She mm -hmm. was like, no. You know what? You asked me if I ever feel pressure. She's the only person I ever feel pressure from for her birthday. Listen, for her birthday. The stress. <laughs> she, she, like, she, uh, she was like, mom, we gonna wear, I want you to wear something cute today. Mind you. She is two. She just turned three. Yeah. She's like, Mom, I want you to wear something cute today. She walked in my closet. She said, okay. And then she just walked out. <laughs> she 
defeated. So I don't feel no pressure from the world. But for my baby, I'm about to get some dresses. You I'm about did. to get some she pink. Like, she was like, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, now she disappointed in me. <laughs> so yes, I do feel pressure yes, from my baby. <laughs> Girls, girls know. Yeah. They know early. I think they like. That's she's like, good. she's like, mama, no. But, okay, but I love you. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, mama, you so cute. Oh, mama, you got on oh, makeup. Right. Oh, mama, you got on yeah. a dress. I'm like, like, not you wiping me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is. Man, I'm so excited for our relationship, and it's just helping me understand everything that my mama did for me yes, and how freedom she, she gave. She me. gave me freedom to be me, yes. and it's just I'm all of this because she allowed me to do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's good. Okay, last question. Last yes. question. Yes. Okay, so. In this in this day of mm -hmm. uh, a ton of itinerant ministry, itinerant <laughs> artistry, everybody is their own whole everything. Yes. Like all these things, especially in Christian Christian spaces, I don't yes. care if it was rap, music, yes. teaching, it all used to always come out of the local church. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. people just kind of start. Come on, and house. Like, I got <laughs> you know, yeah. to wrote some books. How do you still try to prioritize? Connection, discipleship, mentoring, all that when you are How in. Are you asking so, all of the great <laughs> questions? When you're in so many spaces, just kind of as an island. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so glad you asked me this. Okay. So um, I don't operate in isolation. Like, uh, my, my husband, we are attached to um, um, a group of believers. You know, um, I'm struggling not to say our church because, like, we don't really be on it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're trying to. <laughs> Um, um, so like we do life, we do ministry, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, with this group. They go to church. Y'all love to my I scroll to <laughs> No, we do life, we do church. ministry oh, yeah. um yeah. with them. And it really was birthed out of like uh specifically uh, my deliverance mm -hmm. and like being filled with the spirit. Mm -hmm. Um and so just like God did an amazing thing. Like we're like all on fire, um and and simultaneously commissioning me and telling me like what this thing that I mm -hmm, have to do. Mm -hmm. So when we are praying with people like in the, in the middle of the night, you know, when we're doing uh, deliverances, um, like right now, my homie's on fire uh, somewhere uh, getting it popping. And mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm here, uh, mm -hmm. but I'm like, dang, I want to be with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My girl's getting live in the spirit. Yeah. Um, I prioritize those things. And the people are always so thankful. Like, oh my gosh, you guys came and you know, you did mm -hmm. this with us and you prayed for me. Thank you so much. And I'm just like, you have no idea. I stay in this place so that I can remain his hands and feet. It's yeah. for me. Yeah. If I don't keep doing this, right. I am going to die out yeah. here in the world. Yeah. It, it is something about serving God's people Absolutely. that is for you, mm -hmm. that, that it keeps your mind on the things of God. It keeps you on what's important and what is the priority. Um, and so you ask me like how it's done, it's prioritized. Yeah. Um, and I've just had like a busy like couple months and I'm kind of like, hey, like, you know, I, I have Where to people at? like yeah. I have yeah. to make these things um, because it is important, you know, for the body, for the body and people need to be free. Yeah. You know, you can give them raps, give them bars and all of that kind of stuff. But people need to be free. Yeah. Lives yeah. need to be saved. Well, I find that the ministry comes out of serving the body It's when I'm talking to women. I go, I need to teach on that. Or, you know what, you, you, you with people, you, you know what I'm saying? I need to write about, to write about that. About that. It, it comes from the ministry, and then you're like, I just got some clarity. Hey, listen, and ain't no shade, but the, the, the raps and stuff be going stale, and the stuff be dying out because yeah. you ain't you ain't living. It's not feeding nobody. Because it, it wasn't meant to be food for somebody. It was trying to be a hit, or it was trying to be something and get an applause, but when you're trying to feed people, the food is good. Like, I'm telling you. Like, and, and, you know, everybody's goals ain't the same. You know, my goal is I don't ever want it to be stale, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and watered down. And and I think about that. Like, God, is it ever going to run out? No, as long no. as you stay with me. Yeah. Now, if you yeah, try to go out there by yourself, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's gonna run out. So you ask me, yeah. it is it's a it's a priority, and it's a priority because I want to do the things God told us to do. You know, mm -hmm. make disciples like that is like what we supposed to be doing. But also because it's for me. Yeah. If if I don't stay amongst these people, if I don't help them get freedom, mm -hmm. I I am going to then like go into bondage, and then mm -hmm. I'm gonna be out here in the world talking about what I'm doing in the world and not getting filled mm -hmm. and not getting poured into yeah. and not remembering what's important. Like the raps and the bars, they are important. They're doing everything that God wants them to do. But sitting and praying with somebody and then being overcome because you feel God's love for them mm. while they feel like damaged goods. Yeah. And then sitting and like, yo, God, how you even allow? I'm so, man, I'm so filthy. Yeah. How you even allowing me to be in this moment? Well, you getting ready to completely change their life. Yeah. Thank you for letting me sit here. Right. And so I do it because I don't have a choice. If I don't go do it, then I am going to be perverted and the enemy going to be able to counterfeit everything God. So I have to stay at the feet of God. Let's I get lost in this world. Yeah. Woo, man. Woo. That was good. <laughs> I didn't know I was going there. But, yeah, yeah like, it's a priority. Yeah. Like, you have to prioritize it. It is a lot of the enemy to think that you can believe in God in isolation. So much of what happens is in community. It's your brother Absolutely. or sister being able to look at you and being able to say something to you because they have relationship with you. Yeah. Not because you even believe what they're saying. Yeah. I don't think what you're saying is right. Right. But you know what? I got a history got with it, you. And I got to hear it. And, and, I, yeah. and I know you're serious about God. Uh, that's what it is. So, at minimum, yeah. I got to take what you're saying Absolutely. back to what to, back to God. Yeah. And then maybe you could have said it better. Maybe right. you could have interjected it. We can talk about tone later. <laughs> we can we talk, talk about, about But later, what but you're saying right. is right. Absolutely. And you cannot get that in isolation. It is a lot of the enemy to think that we can build and live in isolation. Absolutely. And you and your husband or whoever in your house, it ain't enough. It is and I'll, I'll say that it's not enough. It's, Listen, I'll say it confidently. It's not enough. This culture and I, you know, we love our church, but I love the church. Yes. And if you think that scrolling and sampling and getting snippets of truth is all you need, that is not it. We were called for community. Jesus himself was not a celebrity. We mm -hmm. are so obsessed with celebrities uh, for, for this, this Christian celebrity culture. It just drives me crazy. And mm -hmm. so I just want to encourage you that even if you've had painful or horrible or hard church experience. Yes. You can't give up on the church because that's, church. The, that's, the, that's the body of Christ. Mm. You might not go to that church, but you need to ask God. If you're in a place and there's no good churches, and I know it's some deserts out mm -hmm. here, ask God, what does church look for me? What, what does it look like for me right now? Yes. <laughs> Principalities. Satan, Satan has power mm -hmm. in some territories. I know mm -hmm. that to be true. But ask God, what does church look, from, look like for me right now? What does community look like for me right mm -hmm. now? Because that's really where we live out the truth. You can take a lot of truth, journal a whole lot of truth, but mm -hmm. you live Living it out when somebody's looking at you going, uh, uh. <laughs> and you like, like, but but today I'm, I'm getting it. They it, like, no, it's the action, it's that knowledge. You, you got the knowledge, but can you Absolutely. can you use it? Can you use it like inside the uh, the body is the training ground? Yes. Cause you get that guy, yeah, I'm supposed to be like yeah. this, and then here comes yeah. somebody challenging it, and yeah. it's like, dang, God, my flesh. But you know what you <laughs> right. just said, right? And it's like, like we Absolutely. need community. We die. Absolutely. We die without it. We do. We mm -hmm. die a slow death, and mm -hmm. it may not always be evident, but mm -hmm. the enemy is looking to isolate you mm -hmm. so that it can be just a slow death. And, and you know, God has appointed people, like he has appointed people into our lives, mm -hmm. like friendships. Now you do have to choose, but he has ushered people into your space that you can be vulnerable with, that you that will care for you. And so you also have to be careful about, oh, I'm in community that I constructed. Yeah. 
I'm in a, I'm in a community yes. of people that I constructed yeah. that I know, you know, that are like, like yeah. God, like he is sovereign. He yeah. has, he is, he has people, he has groups, he has churches, he has the body, yeah. like he's sovereign to give you people, put you around people that you can really like lean on. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. If you, you need people in your circle where you look around and go, now why are we friends? <laughs> like if you don't have people in your circle for real, where you're like, I don't even know if I would even really roll with you if I met you in just a regular space. I don't, we don't even have nothing in common. Like, if you don't have that in your circle, mm -hmm. then you probably, that's probably a self-made community. Mm -hmm. God starts to bring people with age gaps and married and single mm -hmm. and all these different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And he says, this is what I'm doing Gosh. in this group of people. Because then you have the bond of Christ that's bigger than the bond of common interest. That's bigger than the bond of I've known you 20 years. And so those are the ways that we get sharpened and grow. It's just, it's amazing. And listen here, we're going to have to do part two, three, I know, four I know. Because I you got two talkers at the table. I could talk all day about this stuff. But I love it. Oh, I love thank you your so much authenticity. For having me. I love the vulnerability. Yes. Listen, all the other things, they, they're going to come the way God mm -hmm. wants them to come. But it's, it's being able to have a heart that stays yielded. Yes. Because, because eventually all this stuff is going to dissipate. Yes. And it's going to be, it's, one day we're going to all wake up and be like, who are these people? <laughs> Why do we need to follow anybody? I think I'm going to go back to just my 12 people. Exactly. It's going to happen one day. Mm -hmm. and, if, and if we're not really carrying the torch of Christ in a yeah. way that's that's genuine enough to hit two people the way it hits 20,000 people, then what are we doing? So Absolutely. I thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. And it is cool to watch your journey. And we're going to be praying for her. We Please. love to watch, see Please. what God is doing. Y'all, she blowing things up. But anyway, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, make sure leave a comment, leave a review, share, subscribe, all the things, and we'll catch you next time.